The Green Sun Show is brought to you by CEA Technology, a leader in building indoor growing systems that allow you to grow pesticide-free and conserve fertilizer, water, and energy to grow crops sustainably. Visit ceatechn.com to learn more. One or two? Do you see better with one, glasses, or two, LASIK surgery? I trust my eyes to the Northwest Indiana Eye and Laser Center located in Valparaiso, Indiana. The state-of-the-art office and surgery center is the best in the region, providing complete eye care, including exams, glasses, and eye surgery. To make an appointment, call 219-464-8223. That's 219-464-8223. Or visit their website, nwindianaeyeandlaser.com. Trust your eye care to the best. And we thank the Northwest Indiana Eye and Laser Center for their support. I'm Robert Colangelo, and this is Green Sense, where we bring you eco-innovations that are changing your world. What does it take to create a solar electric vehicle company? After five years on the runway, this company's ready to take off. I recently had the opportunity to tour the manufacturing facility, test drive a prototype, and meet Chris Anthony, CEO of Aptera Motors, who joins us now from beautiful Carlsbad, California. Chris, welcome to the Green Sense Show. Thanks for having me, Robert. Well, thank you for your hospitality. You have a great staff. Uh, they gave me a great tour and a test drive of the various prototypes, and uh, really appreciate that. Glad you had a great time here. Well, let's get into it. Uh, Chris, you're an entrepreneur with a degree in finance, uh, but when I meet with you, uh, you sort of talk like an engineer. You seem to know a lot of uh, the details here. You founded Flux Power, an advanced lithium battery technology company, Epic Boats, which makes ultra lightweight composite boats, and you've raised over $100 million in private equity to fund tech ventures. Uh, starting a vehicle manufacturing company is a daunting undertaking. Tell us about your journey and connect the dots between batteries, boats, and finance with a solar electric vehicle startup. Uh, were you just challenging yourself with like the broadest question you could possibly ask <laughs> and then, uh, just let me go down the rabbit hole? Um, yeah. And you, you have know, 30 seconds. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, I started out my education in college as an environmental engineer and I thought, you know, I want to make the environment a better place. I want to make rivers clean. I want to, you know, leave the world a better place. And then after doing some research, I found out that environmental engineers only make like $40,000 a year out of college. And I said, well, that's just garbage. How am I going to save the planet on $40,000 a year? So I said, well, what makes the most money? Uh, okay, finance. So if I get a degree in finance, I can get out, I can make 150 a year and then make a lot more money. And I can use that money to make the world a better place. And uh <laughs> I think that's that's proven to be the case that uh, that every crazy idea I've had or inspirational um, thing that I've jumped into, it always needs money. So luckily, I was able to you know get a, a finance degree and some some knowledge in finance, so I can get into these crazy adventures and uh, and actually fund them. Um, Aptera is my eighth startup, ninth startup. Uh, so I've been through the ringer uh, on a number of occasions. And um, everything from from building computers in college to uh, to to building boats and uh, lithium batteries and uh, and and the craziest of them all, uh, solar powered mobility. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it, everything's a challenge, and you got to kind of just jump in and and learn on the job 
you know, today is an amazing time to be alive if you ever want to get into anything technical because you're just a Google search away from knowledge on almost any topic you could ever imagine. I uh, helped develop a, um, a graphene sulfur battery years ago. And I thought, well, you know, gosh, this is this is pretty esoteric science. And I got into it with a biotech guy here who was an uber genius. I'm not an uber genius, but I uh, I thought like, okay, I gotta I gotta dig in and you know at least get up to you know 10 of where this other guy is. And uh, it was just amazing to be able to get on Google patent search and you know look all the way back to the 60s and 70s and see the patents that were written around uh, sulfur batteries and you know how lots of people had developed around sulfur chemistry as long ago and you just put the pieces of the puzzle together and bam eventually you're making something that's 1700 watt hours per kilogram and you know it's kind of revolutionary um in in terms of uh, energy density so you know um i can't imagine if i can get into something that esoteric that that almost anything your listeners could come up with couldn't be found on the internet so i uh, I, I advise uh, find a passion uh, go learn as much about it as you can and then jump in with both feet and uh, good things will happen. Well, working with lots of entrepreneurs, most of them come from a technical background. And I think the hard part for them is the finance and being able to talk to investors. So I think you have a leg up there. Well, the hard part in the car business is not making the machine, it's scaling up production to make the machine that makes the machine uh, produce vehicles efficiently and cost effectively. What are some of your biggest challenges and the innovative solutions you've deployed in your manufacturing? You know, when uh, Steve and I were able to reacquire Aptera, uh, you know, we had a, a legacy um, as of a decade ago. Uh, that company was liquidated. Then Steve and I were able to reacquire the company in 2019. Um, you know, we said we, we think that the world needs efficient transportation. And when thinking through the business model on how we could actually make it work, we said, you know, electric vehicle components are still expensive. You know, we want to add solar to this thing, too. So that's going to add cost. You know, how do we offer this to the mainstream public such that adoption can really help impact the planet, make the world a better place? Well, we got to figure out a way to make this thing inexpensively. Um, so one of the first conversations we had was with Sandy Monroe from Monroe and Associates. Uh, he's a lean manufacturing expert. They've helped, you know, companies from NASA to Maytag, um, you know, become more capable in the lean manufacturing world. And we came to him and said, we want to make the most efficient vehicle possible. We also want to make it in the most efficient manufacturing processes possible. And we think that will drive down costs and make it more accessible and, you know, be something that's more durable and reliable. And he said, well, well, gosh, you know, most, most people come to me after their processes are all screwed up. And they've had something in manufacture for a couple of years and the man and the bean counters and management are like, we need to make more money on this. So go hire the Monroe guys to come in and, you know, fix it, <laughs> um, you know, to be in on the ground floor of something like this and really start from inception was something that Sandy Monroe hadn't really experienced. And I think uh, largely because of that, he, he really fell in love with what we were doing. And, you know, he was an early investor in Aptera um, and just uh, broadly supportive of what we're doing. But he, you know, helped us learn to make the vehicle and subsystem so we can farm that out to suppliers, you know, anywhere in the world. Limit the amount of parts um, in your vehicle. So we only have six main parts to our body structure. Um, make any part that can be you know, multifaceted, you know, serve more than one purpose. So 
you know, if you have a bracket, you know, make three things hang off that bracket or make it hold something else or, you know, uh, just just get more out of every part you design. And most importantly, you know, the, the most well-engineered part is the part that doesn't exist. So, you know, try to limit the number of parts and screws and fasteners and hoses and, you know, everything uh, to simplify the vehicle as much as possible. And I think that's helped us uh, create a manufacturing environment that has a lot less robotics. Uh, it has a lot less need for like assembly jigs and alignment tools. Um, you know, the car basically clicks together like a Lego set and you put together, you know, a few screws to torque and a couple connectors and, and bam, you're driving an Aptera. So I think uh, having Sandy Monroe involved very early has made us really a, a different kind of transportation company. We don't have paint on the Aptera. You know, one of the first things we discovered was you can spend half of your CapEx budget, your capital expenditure budget to facilitize a plant just on your paint shop. So, you know, these new automotive plants, you know, you look at some of the other EV startups, uh, uh, Lucid and Fisker and Rivian, you know, they're spending 40 to 50% of their capital equipment budget for their factory just on the paint shop. So we got rid of paint altogether. Um, you know, the paint shop also contributes 80% of the emissions that uh, that a modern automotive plant um, has. So, you know, we get rid of 80% of our emissions and we get to save half of our CapEx budget. You know, that's just a win-win. So, you know, we uh, we wrap our vehicles in a vinyl film that's made in a very environmentally friendly manner. Um, it means it's only, you know, 300-ish dollars of material for each vehicle, but no CapEx to ramp up the paint shop. And in the future, if somebody wants to change the color of their Aptera, it's a relatively inexpensive process not to do so. Um, it also makes the paint uh, more durable. You know, uh, there's these uh, these films now are self-healing. So mm -hmm. if uh, if you get a scratch or a shopping cart runs into you, you just leave it out in the sun the next day and it self-heals or you take a blow dryer to it and it heals itself right up. So uh, so pretty, pretty cool stuff from Sandy Monroe on leaning out our manufacturing environment and just making broad decisions that uh, that just make us a very different kind of transportation company. Another big advantage not using paint is it uh, increases your production time. I know the Tesla Cybertruck said they took two days off by not having any paint. So not only do you have all those environmental benefits, but you have a cost savings and, and, and a production efficiency. And most people don't realize when they talk about green cars, they think of just the car, but really it's that manufacturing process that's equally or more important. So kudos to uh, that. And, and uh, yeah, I, I was able to see some of that. Well, your plans to deliver an affordable, that's the key point, lightweight solar electric vehicle around 2,000 pounds with an ultra low drag coefficient of just 0.13 with 400 to 1,000 miles of range, depending on the battery and configuration, and a zero to 60 time of just four seconds. Did I get that right? Those are the specs. Okay, let's get into some of the facts and questions. When will it be available and how do you order one? Uh, well, you can order one through aptera.us. We didn't fight for aptera.com. Somebody squatted on the .com address and then they wanted 50 grand to buy it back. And we said, well, no, we're not paying you 50 grand. So we're aptera.us. And um, you just go to the website. There's a configurator. You can configure which type of vehicle you want. It's a $100 reservation fee. And uh, and you and you're in line for an Aptera. We have uh, 46,000 some hundred 
reservations now. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to That's turn back quickly. <laughs> but uh, you know, we're uh, we're ambitiously ramping up our factory here in Carlsbad, California. We're hoping to have our first production and tent units. You know, coming off of an assembly line close to the end of the year, uh, and it's really 2025 where we'll be able to ramp up to some scale and really deliver vehicles. And hopefully, by the end of 2025, we're building you know 20 plus thousand a year. Um, at that rate. And, uh, you know, then we're looking to open up new plants. So we think uh, 20,000 a year is about the most we want to build in in Southern California, but we want to open up a plant in Northern California and Texas and Virginia and Australia and the Netherlands and Germany and, you know, anywhere where solar mobility can really make an impact. Uh, We want to have a plant. We want to keep our plants close to the customer. We want to keep our service parts close to the customer. Uh, we want to be able to have a delivery experience for people so they can come to the factory, they can have a pilgrimage, they can see how their vehicles are put together, they can get a class on you know using the vehicle and and get a really uh, great intro to uh, your Uptera lifestyle. Will it come with a full solar package? And how much does that increase the range? Yeah, the uh, the first vehicles will all have full solar. And uh, the full solar provides you with about 40 miles a day of free power from the wireless nuclear generator in the sky, you know, every day. It's free power, Um, you know, in a country where a lot of people are paying more than $5,000 a year for gasoline. uh, Here comes a vehicle that's powered by the sun for free every day. If you drive less than 40 miles a day, you just never have to plug it in. If you drive more than 40 miles a day, you can plug it in like a regular EV, a regular extension cord from your garage can get you 150 miles of recharge overnight just from a regular extension cord plugged in your regular outlet. You don't have to install a $5,000 big supercharger thing in your house. You just pull an extension cord and it does uh, plenty of power. Well, I test drove the uh, Lightning, uh, the Ford F-150. And I did not have a charger at home, and and we just had the regular outlet, and it took like 27 hours to charge that thing. So <laughs> that's a real benefit. Yeah. Uh, will it have two or three motors, and how much horsepower? Um, the first vehicles will have uh, three motors, so two in the front wheels and one in the rear wheel. So you have all-wheel drive. Um, they get you about 120 horsepower, but uh, in a vehicle that only weighs 2,200 pounds, uh, that's a kick in the pants. The electric motors have great torque uh, right from from zero RPM. So uh, it feels a lot different uh, than, you know, horsepower doesn't really convert to EV terms. Um, but uh, but it's got plenty of juice, zero to 60 in four seconds, top speed of around 100 miles an hour. So should be. Yeah, that's a light car and it's got a great drag coefficient and, and uh, doesn't need much to push it. So how much uh, will it cost? Uh, the base price for the Uptair is around $26,000. If you got all the fixings, all the accessories, and put the biggest battery pack in, the highest price is around $44,000. Like I said, that's affordable at $26,000. If you've not seen what the Aptera looks like, please visit their website at aptera.us to see this very futuristic-looking vehicle. I can't even try to describe it. Can you describe it? <laughs> um, you know, it's it's biomimicry at its finest. Um, you know, computational fluid dynamics led us to a very refined aerodynamic shape, and it looks more like a fish than a box truck. Um, if you were to have to equate it to something in nature, when, when bullhead sharks uh, swim close to the seafloor, they actually put a hump in their back because uh, it decreases the pressure on their nose as they're swimming uh, through the water uh, close to the seafloor. So uh, millions of years ago, nature figured out how to reduce drag 
um, on on bodies like this. And we're just now refiguring it out with the, with the aid of computational fluid dynamics. And uh, we put it all together in a, a vehicle that sets two people side by side. It's got tons of storage in the back. You can actually fit on an almost full-size bed in the back. You can put up the rear hatch and go camping. Uh, it's really cool to think of a vehicle that creates its own fuel while you're out adventuring. You can drive 200 miles to your favorite camping spot, camp for a week, and actually come back with more power in your Aptera than you left with all while using your induction cooktop and powering your laptop or cell phone or whatever else uh, you might need to power. But uh, it is a, a three-wheeled vehicle, so it's classified as a motorcycle. Uh, but because it's got three wheels, you don't have to have a motorcycle's license. And because you have something over your head, it's uh, it, you don't need to wear a helmet. And there's uh, you know traditional airbags and impact protection, uh, safety features, safety belts, um, all the kind of traditional automotive things you'd find. And you know, typical EV today, like a Model 3, you know, infotainment, uh, heat and air conditioning and, you know, all the accessories and, and things you'd find in a normal Well, vehicle. we're going to get into some of the wow factor in a second, uh, but it seems like this is a warm weather vehicle and could be a challenge to drive in the cold, snowy regions like Chicago, where I'm from. Are you targeting warmer, uh, sunnier areas to sell this vehicle or does it have built-in functionality to handle some of these cold and snowy areas? Yeah, I mean the uh, the solar bang for your buck is best in states with lots of sun. So yeah, I would think <laughs> we uh, we think that you know uh, the smile states, the coastal states, you know they're gonna they're gonna be most of our orders. Um, but in Southern California, you get about eleven thousand miles of free driving per year. But in Chicago, Seattle, New York, you still get north of eight thousand miles a year of free driving. So you get less sun and you get more snow and inclement weather. That obviously decreases your solar gain, but 8,500 miles a year of free driving is still pretty nice. And if you're only driving 25 miles a day, that's more than enough for your daily driving needs. And yeah, sure, you're going to be you're going to be blanketed out in the winter for a few days every now and then. Uh, but you can always plug it in with an extension cord if you uh, if you need a little more juice to go see grandma or something. And you can always stop at a Tesla supercharger along the way to charge your Aptera. So there's there's plenty of uh, utility and versatility out of this uh, solar vehicle. And we want it to be in Norway and we want it to be in Chicago and we want it to be in Australia. Uh, we want this vehicle to have impact all over the planet. So we're we're designing it for snow and ice. It's got great traction control. Um, and we anticipate it being in a lot of very cold regions um, and providing great solar power transportation to those people. Well, I also think this is an ideal car for islands where usually uh, gas is at a premium. You don't travel large distances and and this is perfect. So I think you've got a real market opportunity here. You mentioned you have over 40,000 pre-orders. Uh, how'd you get those? Um, you know, really word of mouth. People uh, like our story. They share it on social media. We have over a million social media followers now. Um, and it's really just, you know, we have a communications team, not really a marketing team. And we just try to tell our story as openly and honestly as possible. Um, you know, warts and all, um, you know, the, the triumphs and the tribulations um, <laughs> sometimes. And, uh, you know, we think that that's endeared us to a lot of people who have uh, supported us with their pocketbook. We have the most successful crowdfunding in history. Uh, you can actually invest in Aptera. You can buy equity in Aptera. And we've uh, we've raised over $120 million um, over the last few years. And that's helped to uh, get us a production vehicle that's ready to, uh, to, to be slammed into production uh, very soon. Well, tell us about your prospective customers. Do they see this as a recreational vehicle, a second car, or a daily drive? 
Uh, it's it's a broad mix. Uh, there's a lot of second car people, uh, but there's also a lot of daily drivers. Um, you know, the cool thing about having 46,000 orders is, um, you know, we got to do research uh, on them. And, you know, may, maybe a step back is uh, we have a very unique business model. I think uh, anybody who's reviewed businesses or considered, you know, investments in, in startups and stuff, you know, kind of every business starts with this idea of minimum viable product. Um, they go out and they benchmark the marketplace. They do uh, consumer studies or focus groups and they figure out what they should make. Um, Aptera did not start there. We started with how do we make the most efficient transportation possible? How do you solve that equation mathematically? And we came up with a very mathematical shape that looks very different. Uh, three wheels, uh, lightweight, super aerodynamic, crazy efficient powertrain equals something that gets 350 miles per gallon equivalent. You know, uses a quarter of the energy of the average EV, a 20th of the energy of the average combustion vehicle. So we didn't know that that would sell. <laughs> we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't have any basis for, hey, are people going to like this solar powered thing that we made that looks like a fish? Uh, we didn't know. So we kind of crossed our fingers and threw it out to the world. And luckily, within the first few weeks, we had several thousand orders. And those have just, you know, piled in ever since over the last two years. So, you know, it's it's a good feeling to have 46,000 people. Uh, we have a great baseball team here, the Padres. I go to the Padres game. We've got a huge stadium. Capacity crowd is 43,000. So we have capacity crowd plus the infill just filled with people worth of um, Aptera fans that are that are supporting us. And, uh, you know, I think they're patiently waiting and, you know, talking online and, you know, giving us props and telling their friends. And it only, uh, you know, kind of grows that movement. But what we found after accumulating all this mass is we go back and we can look at these people. And there are really four different groups. There's the engineers, the mechanical engineers, the pilots. Uh, they just love that this is the most cutting edge engineering. You know, this is this is where science takes you if you want efficient transportation. It's computational fluid dynamics. It's AI generative metal part design so you can make lightweight parts. Um, you know, it's advanced simulation so you can lean out the powertrain. It's all these things coupled together to make, you know, the pinnacle of what science can offer. Um, the second group is the cost cutters. So, you know, this thing is free transportation powered by the sun. Uh, you know, you're someone who's driving a vehicle that gets uh, 22 miles to the gallon, which isn't so much, and you're paying, you know, four to $5,000 a year in gas. You're like, I want the Eptera because it's going to change my economics. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I just like the idea that I'm not, you know, a slave to petroleum companies. I don't have to stop at the gas station anymore. Uh, this is helping my pocketbook and, you know, kind of my financial independence. Um, the third is really the environmentalists. So, you know, this is the best thing for the planet. Uh, this uses, you know, a 20th of the energy of a combustion vehicle and a fifth of what an electric vehicle sometimes uses. So, you know, I just want to do what's best for the planet. And, you know, having a vehicle that that starts with less material, you know, we use a quarter of the battery pack of other EVs. So, you know, that's less cobalt, less aluminum, um, you know, the metal that makes up the chassis of the vehicle and the composites we use for the battery. It's just it's a lot less because we're trying to lean all that out. So environmentalists really love us. But the, the fourth group, and actually the largest group, is the people that just want to be unique. Um, well, there's not and, a lot of know, cars like this uh, or vehicles. You know, there, there's nothing like the Uptera. And you bring one of the first 10,000 home to your community, you're going to be the only 
guy or gal in your community with a solar powered spaceship for quite a while. Um, so, you know, it's really those people that you know want to uh, be super unique and stand out. And in an Instagram world, um, nothing stands out like a three wheeled solar powered spaceship. So. Well, when I drove it and I passed by people, I could see the wow factor in their eyes. So that, that I, I can understand that. Well, I have three quick questions. Let's talk about safety, maintenance, slash service, and insurance. So safety, this is much safer than a traditional motorcycle. How does it compare to a car and what safety features are included? You know, we've got a lot of traditional automotive safety features. Uh, we are a motorcycle, so things are a little bit different uh, regulatory-wise. But, you know, um, crumple zones in the front, um, you know, we'll test for, you know, a full frontal offset, frontal crash, uh, side impact, roof crush. Uh, when we last tested the body structure for the Aptera, we actually had the highest roof crush strength of any passenger car on the road. Uh, and we've only made the body better since then. We have to retest here in the next couple of months but we'll share those tests with the public and show them, you know, how the vehicle's performing and how we think it'll perform really, really well. The next is uh, how will the, the vehicle be serviced, especially if owners live a distance from Carlsbad or out of state? I know you mentioned you want to keep your ownership close to the facilities, but I don't know. Whatever someone wants to buy it in Illinois and you only have the Carlsbad factory. Yeah, you know, we'll have mobile service to help people, you know, in high order density areas. So, you know, a van can come out and help you out. Um, but, you know, we'll also ship um, a part to you within 24 hours of a need and be helpful to a local service agent who is willing to work on your Aptera. So we'll send them a link to repair instructions, maybe a repair video, um, you know, give them all the information on how the part works. You know, we're a right to repair company. Uh, so we want to keep Aptera on the road as long as possible. We, we want you to be able to pass this vehicle down to your grandkids. So we've made, you know, a lot of the vehicle upgradable. You can upgrade the solar panels. You can upgrade the infotainment. Um, you know, you can change out the battery pack uh, later down the line to get more capacity or, um, you know, just to refresh the battery pack. So we want these vehicles to stay, you know, on the road. And the great thing about a composite body is it'll never rust away. So, um, you know, part of that is, hey, you know, after after five years, you know, I have this, you know, EVs over the last you know decade have been very stingy about giving service agents information. They want you to go to their service agent uh, so they can be in the money stream of, of servicing these vehicles. Uh, we think, one, electric vehicles are much more reliable than combustion vehicles, so they need a fraction of the service. And the Aptera will be a, a step above that because we have such a simplistic vehicle that's very modular. Uh, it's lightweight, so it doesn't stress the components as much. We don't have these big, powerful components that these other EVs that are heavier have to have. So, you know, our 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 maintenance will be a fifth of what, you know, probably a typical EV is. And it's already a, a tenth of what a combustion vehicle is. So, um, you know, there's no money in service. So, you know, being a right to repair company and giving people information about how their vehicle works and how to repair it and shipping them parts when they need parts, we think is just the right thing to do. And it's something that after your Aptera is out of warranty, you know, 10 years, 20 years down the line, if you need a window actuator or if you need, you know, a, a widget or, or parts, uh, we'll send it to you and you can do it yourself. Or you can take it to a local mechanic and we'll send them instructions on how to fix it. And our ambition is just to keep your vehicle on the road as long as possible. Uh, but, you know, service, if you're in L.A. or San Francisco, will be easy. We'll be able to just come out and help you service it. And, and that'll be it. Well, that 
the right to repair speaks a lot to you and your company. Uh, we've done several stories on that, starting with the uh, uh, the John Deere tractors and some mm-hmm. of the uh, uh, electric bicycles. And that's a big issue. So kudos to you on that. Uh, the last one is, do you have any idea what insurance will cost? Uh, you know, the cool thing about being a motorcycle is for whatever reason, and I can't explain it or give you any real background. Motorcycle <laughs> Can anybody insurance, explain insurance? <laughs> <laughs> motorcycle insurance is like half the cost of automobile insurance. And you would think like, gosh, motorcycles, just, uh, you know, a guy on a motorcycle, that's got to be more dangerous than a car. But for whatever reason, motorcycle insurance is cheaper than automobile insurance. And we're technically a motorcycle. So, And I would insurance. think you're much safer. So you'd probably be even cheaper. But that that's a good point, too. So last question is, uh, as an entrepreneur myself, I understand that, uh, you know, you have to be uh, uh, quick to fail and fast to pivot. And the ideas you start out with change and evolve over time. And during the test drive, I could feel, because uh, I tested several prototypes, I could see how your, your product improved with each uh, prototype and iteration. Uh, seeing the vehicle in person, I was amazed by the size of it. I was amazed by the shape. Uh, the wow factor when people saw me driving it. The trunk space is incredibly large. It's it's amazing. Uh, the speed was great and the handling. What are some of the wow factor uh, features you're most proud of? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, you know, I'm terribly impressed with the rear suspension. We've got a four-link uh, rear suspension in the back and it makes a three-wheeler feel just like a four-wheel vehicle. So it's kind of this... Uh, this trick that our amazing suspension team has played uh, to get our three-wheeler to act like a four-wheeler. And there's other three-wheelers out there. There's the Polaris Slingshot and the Solo and the um, the Bombardier. And, you know, there's, there's a bunch of them out there, but they all have single-sided rear swing arms. And it gives the vehicle some interesting dynamics, um, something that maybe, you know, most people would never really be aware of, but it would just kind of feel off. You know, a professional race driver would get in and go, oh, this is exactly what it's doing. But, you know, a common driver probably wouldn't notice. But our suspension team came up with this four-link rear suspension that helps the rear wheel float very predictably up and down evenly with the front tires and braking, acceleration. It feels just like any other four-wheel vehicle. So that's that's one of the hidden features that I think uh, the team really knocked it out of the park with. And, you know, I think uh, something that they should get a lot of credit for. Kind of the other hidden feature, which is maybe more pronounced, is the camping feature and uh, something that my kids really love is you can pop up the rear hatch on this. You got basically a full-size bed in the back. You can put a tent over it. You got lots of storage. You can get in and out of the back. You know, to think of this as a real adventure vehicle, I think, is uh, just a really cool, cool thing. What about the pedals with the pos- positive and negative on them made out of skateboards? <laughs> yeah, our our composites guy, Marcelo, is a skateboarder. And uh, we were like, oh, we want something kind of natural. And he's like, oh, you know, they people break their skateboards all the time and they basically take them to the skate shop and turn them in and, you know, to, to be recycled. And there's like thousands of skateboards that we can get our hands on and turn them into pedals if we want. So, so yeah, him and uh, him and uh, Jason Hill, um, our, our head of design, uh, came up with a great pedal design and it's, it's recycled skateboard decks. So we just take the skateboard decks, cut them down, and that, that is our, our, our go and stop pedal. Yeah, the plus to go and the the minus to stop. Uh, what about the doors? Uh, yeah, the doors. Um, oh, those are cool. <laughs> you know, we uh, we went to Roush uh, Engineering. They helped us design our doors. Uh, they've designed some of the door systems for the highest volume vehicles on the road today. So they have a great experience set. But, um, you know, the doors, 
Uh, a lot of automotive engineers would say cars are nothing but doors with a vehicle engineered around them because the doors are so complex and they're used so much. And, um, you know, I, I do think it's a it's a testament to our team's work and Roush's help and uh, Monroe's, you know, advice that we have a pretty cool door system that's uh, going to work really, really well and stand up alongside uh, all the supercars that these body structures are being built next to in Modena, Italy. Are those Swan doors? Are they gold doors? Gold wing? What do you call them? <laughs> uh, butterfly doors is okay. what they've mostly been referred to. Yeah. All right. And what about how you get in the car? Yeah, it's a little different. It's kind of sports car-ish. Uh, <laughs> takes, a, takes a while to get used to. You, you kind of turn your ass into the car and you set your butt down on the seat and then you turn your legs in. And it's something that some sports cars that have really high uh, kind of... Um, um, what do you call them? The lower part of the door seal. Uh, that's kind of how you have to do it to to be able to lift your legs over. Because if you try to just plop your legs in and then crawl in, it's it's. Uh, well, it's I'm sorry, I, di- I didn't mean that. I meant how you uh, knock on the door to get in. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we have a knock knock feature, so you uh, knock on the door and it opens up. And you know we we have a a, a Bluetooth enabled entry system, so it recognizes your phone is close. So it won't let you open the doors unless you have your phone in your pocket. But it's a cool way to open the doors and a cool way to get into the trunk. And uh, and we think we can uh, we can modify the knock knock. So maybe you have like special knocks, or maybe it's one <laughs> knock or two knocks, or <laughs> don't come knocking, um, right? Yeah. So, uh, Chris, any words of wisdom or closing remarks or things you want to talk about we didn't cover? Um. You know, it's an amazing time to be in technology. It's an amazing time to be a consumer of technology and technology news, you know, from artificial intelligence advancements to uh, to really cool vehicles like uh, what we're building at Aptera. Um, you know, there's just a lot of world-shaping ideas uh, coming, coming into focus now. And uh, we're terribly happy that we've had so many people support us. And we hope that uh, your show will hopefully find us some new support. And uh, we urge people to go to aptera.us and learn more and uh, hopefully join us on our mission to make the world a better place through solar mobility. Well, the uh, media has really, the mainstream media has really lambasted the EVs. We want to see you succeed. And I, I think you've done a very good job today at talking about why this is really a cool car and why someone might want to consider purchasing it. So thank you so much for being on the Green Sense Show. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. That's Chris Anthony, CEO of Aptera Motors, a pioneer in solar electric vehicles, ready to take off and make their first sale. I'm Robert Colangelo. Thank you for listening to Green Sense and check out the Green Sense Minute every Thursday and Saturday on 105.9 WBBM Chicago. The Green Sun Show is brought to you by CEA Technology, a leader in building indoor growing systems that allow you to grow pesticide-free and conserve fertilizer, water, and energy to grow crops sustainably. Visit ceatechn.com to learn more.